So before we get into anything crazy or deep or philosophical or how behind the scenes of the Luggedal podcast, I do want to kind of address uh, last week's uh, big drop in the MCU's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania dropped almost 70% in the second week, which is not boding 100% well for the future of the MCU. Just wanted to kind of bring that up off the top. My opinion is if you're going to put a bunch of similar feeling projects that you say connect but don't really feel like they connect, you're going to get this kind of outcome. Now, if Marvel wants to get back on the right track, what do we got to do here? In my opinion, do the Fast and the Furious of it. You know what they did at the beginning of the Fast and Furious was they created the first one. Then they kind of did two diversions of Fast and Furious 2, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift 3, and then came back with the sequel, which was the fourth movie. It almost felt like those two movies in between gave us some space and time to kind of really get uh, antiquated with the world again and kind of give us some world building but that's not too interconnected but you can also come if you want don't have to go if you want i think what marvel really needs to do is focus on having really good individual projects that can stand alone and uh you, you don't have to have it tethered to the massive mcu uh whole the problem with having everything tethered to an mcu whole is you are only as strong as you know your foundation if your foundation of movies are not strong then your the end game is not going to be interesting like uh the previous phase one phase two marvel stuff was so uh, anything else we got oh yeah i saw that uh rings of rings of power uh lord of the rings might be getting a remake i'm not sure if that's actually accurate yet still looking in um how accurate that's going to be apparently it's been 10 years i went back and watched the first three i don't really think they need to be remade they are very quality in cinematic pieces of media and re quote unquote revamping it because it's just been 10 years or sorry 20 years what was it, 15 i don't know how many years it's been but since it's been uh the anniversary of it is coming up. I don't necessarily think that you need to redo it. You not everything needs to be remade, especially because we are at a time where people, people, companies are trying to remake things such as Disney. They're trying to remake their old animated classics into live action classics. And we're kind of running into the, the problem of not everything correlates to being a live action piece of media that makes 100% sense. So with saying that we're also translating to a whole lot more of CGI heavy type uh, content. And so, like I said, with the MCU stuff, and the MCU stuff compared to the Lord of the Rings, there's so much more practical sets and so much more practicality on sets uh, behind the scenes for the Lord of the Rings than it has been for the MCU. And I'm worried that if we get it remade, they're going to use the volume for everything and it's just going to kind of not look that great. So anything else we want to discuss before we kind of get into the nitty gritty? I think that's about it. Uh, here's the rest of the aftercast. 33. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Lug It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. What are we discussing today? I think it's Aftercast 33. I, um, 
Just have a lot of stuff on my chest, I'll be honest. Uh, mostly good stuff, mostly good stuff, but I was just, it was just eating at me to get on the mic and just talk about it. Maybe see if it would make me feel better. Um, so anyways, I hope everyone's doing all right out there. Um, got a couple things on the docket today. Uh, main thing on my mind, on my, you know, it's kind of, it's not bothering me, but it's just, uh, it's, it's a weird feeling that uh, you don't really feel a whole lot, I think. So reconnecting with an old friend, I had an old buddy that used to be great friends with and back in the day, it's been several years since we really had any connection or hung out or anything like that. And I'm, I've just been reflecting on it so hard. It's been kind of just eating at me a little bit. Um, but my whole thing is, uh, the reason that it was kind of bothering me or it's not bothering me. It's just kind of like messing with my head a little bit is how we change over time is so interesting to me as a, I don't know, I guess someone as that, that likes to just try to be observant of, you know, nature, human behavior, that type of thing. But it um it can be sad you know um when people say oh you've changed or you look at someone else and you're thinking oh you know what happened to you kind of thing not necessarily that it's a bad thing that you've people have changed i mean it's it's organic and it's natural it's going to happen but to see someone that you were so close with that that made it feel like you were very much part of their day to day and you just knew everything about them and then suddenly you just stop talking to them or you just it's not like a sudden stop talking to them like you're pissed off at them it's just like you know as you grow older it becomes harder to connect with people it becomes harder to um, make time for you know, your friends, your work, your personal life. And on top of that, being tired, I totally understand all of the reasons why people lose friends as they get older. And when I, I, a lot of my friends, when they get in relationships, I don't blame them. They're like, we're not going out tonight. We're not going out this weekend. We're, you know, me and the wife, me and the husband, me and whoever are staying in me and the spouse, you know? So It's just, uh, it's sad, in, in my opinion. And I don't mean to bring the, the cast down, and it was kind of hard to do this, but um, I do think it's important to talk about because when you're reconnecting with someone after such a long time, I was looking at, you know, actually how long it had been years since I had hung out with them. And, you know, for like over, over just talking on the phone or something like that. And it had actually been years. And, you know, when you look at this person, and I'm sure people look at me this way, people that I haven't 
connected with me. They're like, oh, Elias has changed. Oh, he's doing this, always doing that, acting so different. You know, why you weren't like that back in the day. And I, you know, what do you say to that? And no one's come up and told me this or anything like that. I'm just kind of, I'm reflecting on other friends that I've connected with and or connected back with. And it's just, it's a weird feeling. It's such a weird feeling. It almost, I, I, it's, it's, this is the worst comparison to be, but you know, people that are, let's just say jobs that take you away from your spouse and your spouse is coming back from overseas or coming back from a job from, you know, maybe Europe or South America or, or another country or wherever you're not from, wherever you're not originally from, and you're reconnecting with your spouse and you're talking to them or you're reconnecting with a friend or someone that you used to be very close with. And you're like, something is just different. And it's hard to explain. It's like what the the person you once knew, the person you had, you know, jokes, inside jokes, uh, laughs, memories with. They might be talking different. They might be acting different. They might be saying things that you've never heard them say before. And it's just a weird feeling. And it's like, in my head, I'm like, where did that other person go? And I think it's natural to miss that old person. Reminds me of uh, Castaway when uh, Tom Hanks, sort of a spoiler for that, so skip 30 seconds if you want, but when Tom Hanks comes back. And things have changed when he got back from the island. And so, I don't know, it's just small things like that. I think I just wasn't prepared for. Um, and yeah, I, uh, it's been kind of messing with me. But I'm, I'm of the mindset that, you know, things happen for a reason. I can't really explain the reason, but, you know, we change for a reason. I, I think it's healthy to change. I don't think it's right to stay in the same state of mind but you know it uh sometimes it's just it's it's hard for me i guess i don't know if everyone experiences it to this degree that i do but um you know i'm uh i don't know uh <clears throat> just been thinking about it a lot i i guess because of my age i'm just now starting to have enough time behind my belt where i've had you know, really close friends for a long time, and then had enough time to disconnect, not disconnect, just not be connected with them for a while, and then reconnect. It's just a weird feeling, you know? Um, 
I'm sure people that have family members, they don't see a whole whole lot that probably is a little bit of the same scenario. You're like, oh, so-and-so, uncle so-and-so, aunt so-and-so is, you know, a little different, you know, oh, they're a little acting a little something, but it's even, it feels even more different than that, than like having like a family member that's just all of a sudden, you know, not, it's not all of a sudden, it's over a progression of time, just acting different because it has to be, I think someone that you are really close to for it to affect you in the same way. Because if it's just like a, oh, so-and-so's changing again, doing, you know, changing with the seasons, oh, so does everyone else. But it's like, because you were on the inside and you knew their day-to-day, it's just a, it's just a different feeling. And uh, uh, makes me miss that person that they used to be. Not that the new person's bad. There's, I, you know, my buddy's, uh, you know, matured greatly and stuff like that. Um. But there's so much life experience that I feel like you don't share with the you know individuals you're reconnecting with that it, there's is this like it feels to me like a kind of a big gaping hole of you know what's been you know where have you been what's been going on I you know I want to know everything and there's just not what feels like enough time to <clears throat> to reconnect organically it's it's mostly you know them just telling you yeah i went into this yeah i went into that i had to do this i got demoted to this i got promoted here and i had to move over here and i made friends with this person you won't believe what happened to me over there it's like so much to catch up on and it feels like someone from a past life <sighs> it's just been um it's been a lot to deal with and um mentally i think just it's kind of just messing with me because i don't the more i realize it i don't have a lot of people i've lost touch with that i was originally really close with and then coming back to you know um there's a lot of people i just can't think of off the top of my head that i mean there's some family members but even a lot of family members it's not like we were ever close enough to it to, to have been day to day i'm talking like best friends that you used to see um you know daily talk to daily and just understand their life and then just to not be in it is is uh you know it to to kind of train yourself to not be in their life or you know talk to them you know hey what's up man or something like that and it's like you go a day, two days, a week, a month, and you're like, wow, I haven't talked to them in a while. And then you realize it's been six months, a year. I started looking at how many days it had actually been approximately since I had seen my buddy. And I looked and it had been well over 2000 days since I had seen them in person. And I'm just like, that's, you know, 2000 days to, uh, you know, learn and gain and kind of almost, it's not a reshaping of the personality, but it's every day in that matters, you know, and time's fucking weird. That's all I got to say. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> I just had to get it off my chest. I, uh, been dealing with it like honestly i it's been a um interesting couple weeks but 
I don't want to bring down the podcast. It's just something I had on my chest. And, uh, you know, I think it's important to get that off of, uh, off, off my chest just because I realize how much I feel like podcasting, YouTubing, just it's even though it just seems like you're doing a review, a reaction of this or that for me, it does take energy. And for me, I understand I have to be in the right emotional state to have a proper review, a proper analysis of what we're talking about. And if I have something of this magnitude on my chest, I can't think straight or I can't process things straight. And I feel like I need to disclose that to the to the viewer that, you know, I got some shit I'm, I'm dealing with. And so I think that helps it keep as much as an unbiased and truthful and open, honest review or reaction to whatever we are discussing, whether it's TV, movies, media, whatever. Um, because if you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes of the individual talking, I feel like there's not enough information for you to understand where how we're coming up to these conclusions. Um, and of course, just like anything, emotions are like the tide, they come, they go, good, the bad, the ugly, but I just gotta, uh, it, it, it is correlating and it is tying all up into this, I am having to perform to an extent uh, for each review. I have to be in the right mindset, I have to be I know I got to be relatively, you know, happy in a mindset that is ready to analyze something from all aspects. And, you know, having something of that magnitude on my chest was just, uh, it, it makes it difficult to focus for me. And I just, uh, yeah, I wanted to disclose that. In other news that is not quite as deep and heavy as that, um, I have been watching the Murdoch case. So as you know, difficult as the shifting of times can be, um, I look at my life and I'm like, wow, things could be so much worse when I look at live television and I see this, this Murdoch guy. So Alex Murdoch, I'm, I'm not gonna give too much reveal about what's going on, but he's basically on trial for a double murder of his wife and his son. And so if go check, I would recommend the HBO series to go check it out. It is the reason I'm like a little bit more interested in it right now. I don't generally like to be, you know, fascinated by these true crime kind of feels like a trashy exploitation of what's going on. But this case is so dense um, and I don't want to say like it's, you know, super entertaining, but it's unfortunately it's like stranger than fiction kind of shit. And I feel terrible for all of the victims involved and believe me, all of the, there are a fuck ton of victims. Um, so the, go check that out. If you have any interest in any true crime stuff, the reason I find it kind of fascinating is because, um, the case is ongoing as we speak. He is live on television the last couple of weeks and he is 
it's like we're watching the OJ trial and I wasn't alive during the OJ trial or I was a baby or something like that, but I was, I was super young. So I would never watched it. I was never really fascinated and I was the trashy Johnny Depp, Amber Heard stuff. I was like, that's not going anywhere. I don't want to watch that. But from this, it's something fascinating about just like crime story pieces. It's like, it feels like they've given us the border to a puzzle and it just like the rest of the story is required to you know the the viewer is required to make it fit it's like you got to figure out the pieces and so you know on top of wanting justice for every you know the people that have been uh wronged uh by mr murdoch uh it's just like it's one of the most interesting most recent pieces of uh i don't know topics of conversation that I saw I'm seeing tons of people talk about if you go on Twitter there's so many people on there that are uh, just retweeting and um, I, it, the the memification of how things work now it's so interesting I, I'm kind of like diverting from the Murdoch case but just how comedy has changed a little bit this has been kind of on my mind too I know I'm just kind of flowing off the top I don't have notes right now but how comedy has changed. I, this is something I've been looking at kind of in the past 10 years as I've been watching movies and, you know, comedies as well. So the reaction of, you know, was it Gen Z, the digital age, whatever, the, the millennial, the young, young millennials that don't even remember not having the internet. It's like to have the memification of everything is it seems like the most natural and organic place. So what I'm saying that is like when, Ed, uh, let's just say Eminem has a terrible advertisement for some, one of their commercials or something like that. And then they just get absolutely ridiculed all over social media. They'll be like, bring back this, do this, do this. I can't believe you did that. Like the, and then they'll do memes of the, of the Eminems and stuff like that. It just, the reaction of the viewer towards companies, towards commercials, towards movies, towards all content was natural and bound to happen. It's, and from that, you're gonna get somebody that is, let's just say makes a foul joke about like the most obscene shit. It's like people making fun of quote unquote, like the most depraved stuff in society from, you know, terrorism to Holocaust to just, you know, making fun of having cancer or something like that. It's just like these things that are almost taboo to speak about. Someone's going to say something obscene and then be like, all right, all right, we need to bring it back down. But it, it it's almost unsurprising that someone's always going to be an asshole in, in a comment section. Let's just say that. And so you almost have to just kind of brace yourself for that and just if you're a creator of any kind with your company or an individual creator such as myself it's just you've got to be you've got to have some thick skin because you know if you depending on the size of the audience they're going to eat you alive so i'm just bringing all of this up because i'm i think comedy has been affected by it so much that it's I'm just curious where comedy is going to go past here because the, the joke right now is the meta joke, you know, it's like everyone's in on the joke. 
So what, where does comedy go from there? Because it feels like it went from like slapstick to a little bit more like, uh, like internal to a little bit more meta humor to a little bit more, it, it, you know, dramatic, dramatic irony type stuff. It's just, I, I really do find it fascinating how the shift of comedy happens. And so a lot of it has to do with how the crowd is reacting. And right now, the, you know, the, most of the crowds in general settings, a movie put as a, a good movie is put out. 70% of people will like it. 20% of people will be trolls. 10% don't give a shit. You know, I think that's a hundred, <laughs> but, um, but that seems to be kind of the luck of the draw of how things are going these days and having, you know, comedy being a base in it is, is important, you know? In juxtaposition, of course, you know, holding a knife while telling a joke, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, relax, relax over there, you know, it's, uh, it's the juxtaposition of things that I think a lot of people are uh, interested in at the moment. But anyways, I'm trying to think anything off the top of my head from the rest of uh, how everything's been going. I hope everyone's been doing all right. Oh, and other Lucky Doll podcast news that is, um, you know, continuing on. We are now on Spotify. Please go listen to Look at Our Podcast on Spotify and give us five stars or however the hell they review things over there. Um, it take it's taken me a few years to get on uh, Spotify. I think sound the the provider I was on was not able to go on Spotify for a while, and so now we're now we're on there. So we are now on YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Discord, Facebook. I don't know. We are on all the shits. But you just go to Look at Our Podcast. You'll get all the links uh, uh, there. Patreon all that stuff um and again we have a magic mike coming down the pipe in the patreon feed uh, magic mike 2 wonder which one i'm gonna review first but let's see um anything else anything else we got a pretty good week coming up nothing nothing too crazy off the top of my head uh i cannot believe it is the 27th of february how the fuck did that happen where did february go i feel like there was two and a half weeks of february and we were gone <laughs> so yeah i am pretty surprised how fast march is approaching it's just seasons coming and going fucking time can't stop it just gotta ride with it all right well i think that uh i'm already feeling a little bit better i just wanted to kind of get that off the top of my head um you know the the reconnecting stuff was very important to me just it's um growing up is weird i'll tell you that i'll tell you that for sure so anything else trying to see if there's anything else i'm missing um i think mandalorian's coming back this it's either this week or next week or sometime in early march that's going to be exciting to get back into get the we always have to have a Pedro Pascal every season in some sort of franchise that's that's the rule we all know the rule. Um, but yeah so thank you for listening watching look out podcast and again uh, I apologize for kind of getting a little bit deep on that beginning normally I don't like to get so deep on. Uh, on an aftercast normally they're a little bit more fun than this, but I just I told you it was on my it was on my. I was gonna say on my head it was on my chest and I needed to get it off my chest and 
I'm already feeling a little bit better and ready to podcast a little bit more for you. So be sure to check out Luggedout Podcast on all the providers, social media, you know what to do. Luggedoutpodcast.com. Be sure to check out there, patreon.com slash Podcast. One dollar will get you entry to all that Luggedout Pod goodness. Check that out. You know what to do. Take it easy.